Girl Ashley and it's your girl Erica, and welcome to That Girl Podcast. This is where we do what we do for the kingdom and the culture as we represent our gender and generation. Hey, you fit the category throughout this whole episode of what he's looking for, and you're not basic. Um, we can pass along his information. You know, um, I'm just joking. <laughs> if it will help, you know. No, like I, I have like it's, you're, it's you're flexible. It'd definitely be an adjustment, but I want this. Yeah. So, so I, if I want this, that means yeah. I have to be flexible to it. So I think Got that it. we start talking a little bit about like just the income aspect of mm-hmm. like a relationship and how a man can be intimidated by that. But mm-hmm. I think a man being a provider is not tied to just income. Okay. So you all talked about, uh, you spoke on at the last uh, show about like danger and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Right. So danger is still danger. Like it didn't change. So me being the provider is me being the person to support and defend my family. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean just mean financially. Like I don't have to make the money, but I can still help in decisions with the money. It don't have to be my money to decide because it's the family. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to come to that conclusion that regardless of what money we're spending on the family, it's the family's money. Yeah. Now, what you, you know, that's in the same token of like, you know, once whatever party goes back to work, we're still going to put money into a account for the family and we yeah. decide how this money is spent. Now you have whatever money on that you do for yourself and you, pedicures and manicures and i have my hair good like that's what, yeah, that's yeah. you know what I'm saying? that's what that that's is. maintenance right that's, that's normal stuff whatever like even if you just you know you hang out with your girls and you got or a, a homie trip whatever it is that you do with that money that's what you do with that money but the, the house money that we we've came to a conclusion for this is what we need for the house yes i have a say so in it oh absolutely i so, agree with that i wholeheartedly agree so when you start talking about danger so you know we we kind of touched on men women being in men's spaces mm-hmm. and like this whole thing of women being able to kind of protect themselves differently mm-hmm. now do you think at all that we can do all of this without losing the concept and the beauty of chivalry so you all made a, a statement i took a little a couple of notes oh shoot a couple of notes. i really appreciate how you did that okay like that yeah. makes me feel like we doing something in our lives bestie okay? i promise that every time someone when somebody's tells like me, i took some notes yeah. from your podcast so you all spoke on that thing uh you mentioned uh, i think you made the comment erica um about the job so okay. mm-hmm. it, you made the statement that if you can do the job the way the job is mm-hmm. perfect but if the job has to be altered then you can't do the job that's true and 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 that's and you know talking about in women in men's spaces i mean nothing is a male a male we have men dominated roles and we have women dominated roles right and but nothing is th- primarily their space anymore Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just I, I totally agree. I'm sorry, I keep it. No, I totally agree that if you can do the job, do the job. But when we have to alter the job, then you can't do the job. And mm-hmm. that's just what it is. 
Do you think that when we are trying, and not trying, but when we are doing different things and we're kind of balancing out, like what is women's job, what a man's job is, mm-hmm. um, I'm independent, I'm empowered, mm-hmm. I'm a boss, I'm an entrepreneur, okay. I got all of these different things going on. Do you feel like that in some kind of way is why people feel chivalry is dead? So I think, um, you know, I, I don't know if you all heard the phrase, Chivalry is dead and the independent woman killed it. I've heard that phrase before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. Okay. Who killed it you, then? You've been, you been independent. <laughs> I'm saying it's like, <laughs> like you who, don't believe it then. Who the murderer though? <laughs> who killed it? The time. Like, no mm-hmm. one. We don't. So first of all, I didn't come from a, a dual parent household. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a man to, I, I learned these capabilities. So we have that as a commonality. Right. Yeah, so I didn't us. have a man to show me to open the door to um, have a woman walk around the inside mm-hmm. of the street to uh, never let her um, be behind me, mm-hmm. either on the side or in front of me, um, to what else? Uh, we get it. You know about it. Got it. Right. So <laughs> so <laughs> my grandmother still taught me, though. The okay. thing about it is that the teaching has stopped. And another mm-hmm. thing is that we have kids having kids. So how can this kid mm, yeah. teach another kid how to do something they don't know how to do? So over time, we've lost a lot because those who were teaching it taught it and it stopped somewhere. Yeah. So the the fact of not having a man and a man in a lot of households was a big factor. Yeah. And then the woman feeling that that's something a man's supposed to teach you. I, no, I shouldn't teach you that. Well, why not? You mm-hmm. want to still raise this to be a man that you would want to be a provider and to take care of someone. So why not still teach? So a lot of that disappeared. So that's what killed it. So the teaching me. has gone away. Yes. Yeah. So I wonder why people aren't really talking about that, though, because all we hear is, yeah, it's, it's dead. Like cursive. It's just like <laughs> cursive did disappear. Cursive though. is dead. Teaching school and it's like when it comes up, it's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. So my daughter's in fifth grade. And she's gotten <laughs> exposed to cursive. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, yeah. mine is like blown. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Words dang. Can, letters connect? <laughs> right. Like, they could look different? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. look at how I can write my name. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. Is this real? Mm-hmm. And like, she's like, oh, my goodness. Look at the L. Look at how I do it. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to us, we're like, dang. That's you're what talking, we've come to. <laughs> I mean, you're talking to someone who was the only left-handed student in the class and had to stay after school to learn how to write left-handed. Oh, that sounds like a struggle, Thank Bestie. You, you know, mm. I have PTSD from that. Ooh, Lord. Damn. I have PTSD. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, so it, it it that's what killed it. Okay. Um, and well, we can, you know, you can always get back to it because but another thing that kept it dead and like put some more dirt on top of it mm-hmm. and then like put some more dirt on top of it. Is that a did lot we plant of some dirt. plants? Did we, pla- did we plant some plants? No, nothing too? grew on oh. top of it. It's it, just more it's, dirt. It's there wasn't no seeds. Like, can, he didn't say nothing about seeds nothing being planted. He just here. said like we just dirt. Kept, just. We just kept burying it. Is that women stop. Yeah. The Thank women you. Women stop. I ain't gonna say forcing it. That's a very bad word, but expecting it. Expecting. Yep. I knew stop where you were going with it. it. Right. It was no like, longer. I, I've been on, a, uh, like, you know, in my life, I've been on a few dates, and and I, I may joke about it, but a woman has walked to the door and stood there. You should, you should stand there. 
Yeah. But you're going to get something like, what's the problem? You should open, you didn't my open door. the door. Right. <laughs> yeah. I had a situation once where I was at Eastland. Goodness gracious, back in the day. Eastland? Rest in peace, Eastland. Um, it's a mall, <laughs> if anyone's not familiar, like in a metropolitan area. Yeah. And everything keeps leaving. I'm surprised so. they're open and their plan's I'm, not. But yeah, I'm, I'm like, you. Eastland is still in existence. It's yeah. breathing. And I will never forget, we were walking into the mall together, and I was maybe like three or four paces behind him, and he let the door almost like slam in my face. And I remember being like, whoa. First of all, you and were behind him. Literally, step one. But we weren't together. Like he was by. It was just a guy. guy. So I went into the mall, got what I came to get. You know, I used to always, I used to drive to the east side to get my brows done because that was the best place to go to. And as I'm walking back towards the door, he like stops me and tries to talk to me. The same guy that let the same guy that let the door slam in my face, and he could not quite grasp because I told him I was like, "Do you not remember I was behind you when you walked in?" He was like, "Nah." And I was like, did you know somebody was behind you? He was like, I kind of saw some at the corner of my eye. And I said, those are basic manners. I can't teach that. Well, it's it's not, not your responsibility to teach that. To but them. some women think that they can. Mm, I agree yeah. with that. But I don't. Yeah, but that's not that's yeah. not your responsibility. It's I'm aware because I left him standing right there in the mall <laughs> and told him to have a great day, kind sir. And kind, please, kind I sir. Um, proceeded to walk to my vehicle, get in and start my car up. And I am still not seen that man since then. But for me, those are basic things that just people do if it's instilled in your character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's somebody has to instill it. So it's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, it is that. You're not supposed to have to teach a grown no. man how to have manners, but if you, if you, if you, if as a a unit, if we mm -hmm. run the world, girls, y'all stand up and you all demand these things. It's not. It's like indirectly teaching it. Yeah, I remember someone told me a long time ago um, when we talk about like the things that men do to women and like we're always the victim and men are always the villain. Mm -hmm. um, someone said to me that men only do what another woman allowed. So if another woman allowed it to happen, that mean it worked. So it means they're going to keep trying it until someone does not allow it. Mm -hmm. And when someone told me that, I said, oh, so I got the power in this? Oh, it's a wrap on me. Like, I'm good. Yeah. I think it's a shame that it's not being taught. But then I also think mm -hmm. it's a shame that girls are not taught the level of... Um, not independence, but just the power that they have, the control they have over themselves, their bodies, um, how they show up in relationships. Mm -hmm. They're not taught that. It's almost as if we have to compromise ourselves in order to have a relationship with somebody. Friendship, romantic relationship, mm -hmm. either way. Like we have to give something up in order to have this relationship. And it's almost it's been normalized. Yeah. And that's sad. Yeah, it kind of goes back to the stanza where you have to shrink yourselves to make mm -hmm. other people feel important. And I found myself shrinking myself, trying to not seem because I have a very big, vibrant personality, you know, and I don't mind talking. I'm very boisterous. Like it's always been who I am. But I found myself trying to just put shrink, yourself in the box. Yeah. To make someone else feel comfortable. And then I'm miserable. And mm -hmm. then I get insecure because I'm not being who I am. And mm -hmm. then it becomes yeah. this hamster wheel that you can't seem to get off of. But when you jump out that box, baby, baby I'd be like, I mean, I know who Guess you are. Guess who's Hey. Right. Hey. <laughs> I'd be like, I mean, I know who you are. You ain't got to jump out like this. Like, no. this is a lot. No, I definitely, I <laughs> agree. All this. But it's interesting because when you say people aren't taught, I think the person who taught me about opening doors was not 
a family member, was not someone I dated. It was actually an old boss. And him and I, we had two buildings that were like in the same plaza and we'd have to go from building to building sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I went to go open my own door. He said, what are you doing? If you if you're walking with me, you don't open a door. Mm-hmm. And he literally like instilled that in me. So mm-hmm. I will be the woman who would stop at the door and mm-hmm. wait now because I understand the value in that. And then like the just there are some times where we don't think about the small things and letting a man be a man. Mm-hmm. Because we don't, because we're not conditioned or trained or even taught to think that way. And I, I think that's where the whole issue comes up when it when I hear men talk about, oh, I can't stand these independent women. Yeah, because because oof. it's like I really don't need you to open up my door, and I don't think it comes from a place of I can do this on my own. But it's mm-hmm. more so that I haven't had anybody in my life to show up in that way. Yeah, and honestly, if I can do it on my own. I'm cool. I'll do it. Yeah. It's not a big deal. So it's like two different mindsets going into that that sort of situation. Mm-hmm. It's not a forget you. I got this. It's more like I just I'm not used to people showing up, a man yeah. showing up in that way for me. Yeah. And I had to for myself show up for myself. Mm-hmm. So this is just what I'm doing. But as a man, um, depending on the situation that you're in, that's where you're supposed to assert yourself. No, no. Just like the gentleman mm-hmm. did. No, no, this is not that, what you do. This is what that, I do. That's not what's going to happen. And there's a way to do it. You don't have to be yeah. rude or malice or, you know, you can. Uh, one second. What you know? And and I, especially when I, uh, if I've come in contact with a woman that has never experienced that, I'm very playful with it. Mm-hmm. And what you doing? I hope so. Because for and, me, I'd be like, what's happening? Yeah. I'd be, yeah. I'd be throwing up like, hello? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like I, what, what you doing? Like, wait, wait, what's going on? What you doing? Like, what you, wait, what would I do? Why are you opening the door? my door move and it's like right. oh my god yeah. was, you know you, you 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 have to you change the narrative about it you make it something that's playful so now it's like okay uh, that's different it's it's different to you it's weird so yeah and you'll get and it also depends on the reason i would do it that way is because it changes the response because you will get some women that'd be like i don't need you to you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but but it also depends on how did i do it like if i grab you or if i'm just you know, a way too assertive you're going to respond the same way yeah, yeah. yeah. I come off that. a certain way, like you know, hey, what you doing? Like, mm-hmm. I got that. You know, don't worry about that. That's, that's good. Yeah. And so, are you willing to give a, a training course for men on how to kind of let's just do the intro into it and, yeah, and not, to chivalry yeah, and forty nine ninety nine forty nine ninety nine? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna put that on Instagram. We'll do the sponsorship yep. for you. Forty nine ninety nine, and um, make sure uh, that forty nine ninety five ninety five. Give him a discount. That's I like a good the discount. discount. <laughs> that's a good discount i appreciate that so you know you know for all the men that are yeah, listening I mean, you know it's, it's not mm-hmm. hard. It, to be honest i learned a lot from my grandmother she raised me and then mm-hmm. i learned the rest from women during college after one relationship i took four years off of like being in a relationship to just watch women and mm-hmm. i guarantee you was that really your reason though it was it literally was because I, I i got tired of like my last relationship was kind of crazy so I was like, I just want to figure out if I, if I can figure out some things, right? So you're really trying to understand <laughs> I women. did. I mean, I was having fun in the process, of course. Duh. But um, <laughs> Come on. I mean, yeah. But it was more so. Like, I, I was, I shunned away from relationships. Mm-hmm. So where is this going? Nowhere. I told you that in the beginning. <laughs> um, it's, it's not going anywhere. I kinda, yeah. Kinda <laughs> but I up, like you. Up front. Thanks, um, but, uh, but um, no. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I, and, and I, I've learned in that time. Guys that, can do that. I feel like like it's not even that guys can do that because I know women that have done it. Yeah, but, oh, definitely. I've yeah, I know women that have done that. But yeah. it's like 
I feel like it's more just common. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if common is the right word, but it's like I feel like men can off rip be like, no, nah, I don't want nothing in the beginning mm-hmm. and then tend to pour into a woman as if mm-hmm. that is his woman. And so when she responds in a way like, so am I your woman? Like, what are we doing? Oh, no, I told you I didn't want this. Then why are you doing stuff like you want this? <laughs> I may not want a relationship. But, but all I know, all is, I know is the one way of life. Yeah. So if we rocking and I care for you, I'm going to treat you like I care for you. But I may not want to get to the point where you on my phone, on my line, where you at, what's going on, why you didn't pick up the phone, why you didn't. Like, I'm, I may not be there, mm-hmm. but I care for you. But this is only this is the only way I know how to show you that I care for you is is is, is, is no levels to it. Like, I can't be like, oh, I just care for you. Because now... If, I think that's so interesting because with women, there's tons of levels. So, so yeah, But that's because women are a little bit more multi-layered than men. We're very multifaceted. So, and, now, uh, so now it's like, because so, in the mind of a man, it's like, if I don't do enough, then you're giving, too, you're giving somebody else too much attention. If I do too much, like way too much, then now I've really confused you. So why would you invest enough in someone that you don't want to be with. I think we look at it as investment. Right. I don't think with, with, yeah. I wanted oh, my him bad. to give I, the yeah, gap perspective. Well, well, back up and ask the question again. No, she, I, I got it. No, I got it. I'm backing. That was my backup. Right. Did you hear it? <laughs> okay. yeah. So I'm backing up and say, so why would you invest, put in that time, put mm-hmm. in that effort to show that you care um, in whatever way that you're showing it mm-hmm. in a woman that you don't want to actually be with? So, let me ask this question because I like to answer questions. Questions. I like do you too, do. you know, and I don't. I don't like it though uh, yeah. when people do it to me. Yeah. I just like doing it. Right. So let me ask Dang. you a question: If I care about you, does that also mean me caring about you means I have to be with you? Does that mean mm-hmm. that? No. So why can't I show you I care about you but not want to be with you? I'm not saying that that's not possible. Right. So that that that's that's the, I guess that's my question to that like me investing in you is not really an investment per se is more so i care about you so we're spending time together you know you know we're having some moments we're sharing some laughs mm-hmm. i haven't really say necessarily invested into trying to build a future this is just us having a moment okay. but for the woman what typically happens is that we're that you all are investing into the next thing. We were just more mature because there's an investment of time mm-hmm. that's being placed mm-hmm. there. And um, so one perspective could be that if you are, if you care mm-hmm. and you are putting in this time, effort, energy, et cetera, into this, um, into this woman, into this relationship, but yet you don't want a relationship, mm-hmm. what is it actually that you're doing? Because it seems as if you're avoiding the actual commitment Mm -hmm. and, in fact, wanting to do all the things and have all the things. Like having your cake and eating it, too, almost Mm -hmm. without saying, I really want this. That goes back to the comment that you made. What a woman allows me to do, I'm going to do. So if if you don't allow certain things to, to happen in this relationship, they won't happen. doesn't mean that the relationship still can't be there. Right. I've had platonic relationships where we just kicked in and I still learned a lot. We were cool. It never went a certain, it never went past a certain area. Yeah. And I've had relationships that started out that way and then she let, it, she let it go past a certain area. But it wasn't just that she let it, she also wanted it too. 
So now we have to. So that's still, a mutual thing. But, but we have to be honest is, is mm-hmm. that of where it was. Like I, I told you from the jump, I'm not going past X, Y, and Z. So if yeah. we if we're not if you know this, then let's not let it go certain places. I may mm-hmm. want it, of course. You know, like I'm probably attracted to you, and I may have certain thoughts and theories. Yeah. So if you allow me, I'm probably going to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But if we don't want it to, if you know you're going to 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 get invested and it's going to complicate things, don't allow it to go there. Yeah, we definitely. And that's the power I don't feel women understand that they have. Mm-hmm. That we have that power to be like, no. But we've become such a perverted society. We've become such a physical type mm-hmm. of society where everything's about that action. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like women also have that type of desire to be like, no, nah, it's happening tonight. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> in the same type of way that a man would. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is becoming the the rule. That is becoming the, not necessarily the rule, but that is becoming kind of the standard. It's the expectation. Yeah. yeah. But I think another layer of this also that we don't, we haven't really touched on, but when women are, women reject men or when a woman says, nah, I'm good on that part of it. Men don't always respond in a way that makes me feel safe. Or comfortable. Like, it's almost like a pop-off. Like, you've heard the stories where mm-hmm. a woman has been approached by a man. A man asks for her number. And then she says no. And he goes off on a cliff. She like, he be- didn't shot her. Like, yeah. I've heard stories of these things. So, it's a matter of, like, how are we really taught to do a rejection? And that's, like, a whole other conversation. But it's something that I think we play play into because I found myself, especially when I was younger, if I even if I wasn't interested, I'd give a fake number and keep moving. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the easiest way to get this person out of my face, because if I say I'm not interested, then why do I have to be like, why something got to be wrong with me? Why I got to be a B at that point? Mm-hmm. Why I got to be gay? Like all of these other things that people put on you all because you're not, interested. not interested. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I think there's so many layers to mm-hmm. that about why women react that way. But I also feel like we have to understand when a man tells you something, Mm -hmm. listen the first time. And like, I would never forget someone who told, that was like some of the best advice I had ever been given because you find yourself what people call now situationships. We Mm. called it back in the day, just kicking it, you know? So like, just kick it. Okay. You need to have a video here because you guys just (laughs) clearly had a session. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So like, I think we talk about that and it's like people end up in situationships because of those exact reasons. And mm-hmm. you can be on the same page and be be fine with just kicking it and doing what you do. And that's cool. But if you know you desire for more, then don't settle for less. But then that means people have to be comfortable with being alone. That means people have to be that's have a certain level of self-awareness. It's so many layers to why we put up with of, these things that we put up with. Yeah, that's another level that honestly... We just haven't tapped into. Oh, man. And I, our podcast is shedding light on that. Mm-hmm. But to make it practical, like, it's hard to it do is, that. It is hard. It's not easy. And again, to my point earlier, a lot of people are not willing to really put in that work in a relationship. So if you're not willing to put that work in a relationship, are you really going to put that work in for yourself? You should. You know, And you should. You definitely should. But at the end of the day... You are most important. You are the person that's responsible for yourself. Yeah. So if you're not putting in that work for yourself, I wouldn't expect anybody to come to a relationship and put in that work and they're not putting in that work with themselves. And that's when you have to take your feelings and put them aside and pay attention to what someone is actually showing the, showing you about them. Yeah. And that takes growth. 
that takes yeah. maturity and that takes some strength, man. Because when you meet someone you're attracted to, that you vibing with, that you have feelings for, it's like that's all you want to see, see, right? Like that's you don't want to see like, mm, I'm missing this. Yeah. Do I want to? Mm. You know, like you find yourself kind of battling with yourself. Yeah, I'm not going to rock the boat. It's cool. I got this. I got X, Y, exactly. mm-hmm. I mean, it's good enough for right now. Yeah, it, they check the box in these areas. I'm good I mean, with these. <laughs> we ain't really, he ain't really got to take me around his family, but he do everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I ain't got to right. meet, you know, everybody. I mean, you know, I mean he can just right. hold my hand in the mall. Right. He really don't do that, though. But, <laughs> like, mean, he took me to dinner last week. He don't really do that. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he, he here every night, though. He, he, here. <laughs> he come here every like he yes yeah, so, i mean it's like you said the settling we talked about yeah, just man. allowing things and my my brother told me people only do to you what you allow them to do to you mm-hmm. period Thanks. um so that goes for men and that goes for women mm-hmm. and um life is about relationships and decisions mm-hmm. and in any relationship to your point earlier jay like people if a woman allow it a man's gonna take advantage of it and just go ahead with and it vice versa though Vice versa, like um, if a guy allows this woman to change him, well, she's going to change you, and you're gonna look up and be like, "Who am I? <laughs> what the hell? I got I'm wearing a whole new skin. <laughs> I don't even recognize myself anymore. I never wore that shiki before. The, the door open, you at the you at the stove, like even cook. They didn't got air cup a dude. <laughs> like I heard with the sage, like I don't even understand what I'm doing, but I'm gonna sage my place real quick. Like yeah, what you know about sage? I don't know, but air cup a dude told me. No. That uh, Jill said. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that and it happens. Yeah. It does. It it definitely happens. So, um, but no, that was dope dialogue. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one question to wrap this all up. I think we're gonna have to just break this down into two episodes. It's gonna have honestly. to be part one, part two. I agree, and I, it's cool because I don't want to stop the dialogue. <laughs> but there is one other topic that I want to talk touch on because it was kind of talked about in this stanza, and it's the whole um. Men are taught to be sexual beings and women are not. Mm. But then we get into relationships and marriage and the certain level of modesty and traditions that exist. How does that even make sense in dating? Like, how does mm. that even matter? Like, how do you unpack that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, uh. you're right. So traditionally, traditionally, women were, you know, Told they were you were always taught to keep it close, like mm-hmm. that's out of your virtue and yeah, lock it up, throw away the key, and then when you get married, you go find that key, find unlock the door, and give him the key, dust the key off, dust the, the rest key, of it off, and let him have his way. And then he like, but see the problem is that so here's the problem. If we're talking about like traditions and you know take it taking it biblical biblically. Neither party had was supposed to have experienced that moment. Correct. That's fair. So if mm-hmm. neither party had experienced this moment, we don't know what's good or bad. Yeah. Right. We don't know what's super great and what we're, we're going to compare it to. You have no idea what we're, you're missing. We're going to learn along what each other likes along the way. Yeah. And so, that's beauty to me, I in agree. my opinion. So that's a whole experience. That's that's where it came from. So technically, if we if we do it the right way, then it's not going to be. Uh, well, why don't you know your body or mm-hmm. why can't you do, why you ain't got these Meganese? Oh, I ain't boring. got no Meganese. Right. Let's be clear. Right. Like, <laughs> you said, I'm going to let everybody know right now. I ain't got that. <laughs> like, <laughs> why, like why you why you can't do X, Y, and Z? 
I don't mm-hmm. know what X, Y, and Z is. I've never had that. So yeah. we're going to learn this together. So. And I think mm-hmm. because sex is so important in a marriage, I think that can, I mean, not it, necessarily break up a marriage, but it, it will does. cause some tension. Mm-hmm. And I know some people that was like, no, nah, I can't rock with it because the sex is horrible. Like, dang, really? Yeah, I've, I've seen some marriages. Dissolve in, because of marriage. Yeah. I mean, because of sex. Yes. So, I mean, but not, but sex is important in a marriage. It's 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 the glue like it's very important in a marriage and but i don't think that you know how we kind of talked about it last time in our Mm -hmm. last episode like i don't think we're going into the marriage with that notion and being on the same page and aligned on not only the importance of sex in our marriage but how sex should be used in our marriage because sex in my opinion is a form of communication Mm -hmm. it's not just a physical act it's a spiritual experience and so there's certain levels to sex that I don't think we're taught about. Like, it's just no conversation around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it should be, but it's just not because people feel uncomfortable about mm-hmm. it. And people haven't really owned their truth about their own sexual sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't really know how to really engage or start that sort of conversation with with random people like hey so you know you feel comfortable about your sexuality like how comfortable like do you just walk around naked or like like how do you yeah. how do you make it practical for people is you know kind of where yeah. i'm going with it so that they can be um comfortable within mm-hmm. who they are even though they're still a virgin but at the same time or they can celibate. walk into or celibate mm-hmm. and can walk into the marriage knowing themselves but also willing to grow, learn, explore, experience, communicate within the whole notion of this is sex with my partner. Yeah, it's interesting because I think because myself personally, since I know I have I I've taken this vow to not have sex again until I get married. And I had I was asked the question of, well, then how do you know what somebody like and what you like? I said, that doesn't stop the conversations from happening. Let's stop. But we're going like, to talk I'm not about saying it. that because I'm very clear <laughs> And what I desire and what I like, what I've done, like, I'm okay. I'm open with that conversation. It's not Mm -hmm. as if I'm not talking about that, but but since we don't connect that with church in terms of being able to talk about those things, Mm -hmm. it's like almost taboo. It's like, are Mm -hmm. you really going to be able to talk about them? It's like, I clearly got a pass because I'm not a virgin, step one. But secondly, (laughs) I, um, I honor, I'm I'm honoring my body in a way that brings me peace Mm -hmm. but at the same time if i'm going to enter into a union with someone we need to have some really hard honest conversations and that includes sex and intimacy what does that mean for you what does that look like for you what are your expectations what are my expectations what drives you what turns you on what turns you off we need to be able to talk about that and i feel like a lot of times we can't talk about it without doing it that's and, <laughs> and so I'm not saying perfect. that I have the perfect recipe or answer for it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that I would never shy away from that conversation in the right context if it's with someone that I'm trying to build with, because I honestly want to understand what you are, too. So we can understand what we're getting ourselves. So into. let me ask you this. Are you saying that you've been in contact with other guys who don't even want to engage in having conversations with you as it relates to sex and just talking about sexuality because you've already made the statement? I'm celibate. I think people make the judgment because I'm willing to talk about it. Then am I really that pure that I say I am? Mm. It's more of the judgment of just what society tells you around that. You don't talk about that. You don't, you is don't. That, but the thing is to me, help me understand. Cause I could just be. No. 
is there a rule that says you can't talk there about isn't it? a rule like, but i think there is systemic ways that things have functioned that yeah. create what norm that normalize not having that conversation right so for me i've had a conversation with a guy that i've had i dated for like maybe about four or five months and at that point it was like okay well we really are vibing so let's yeah. really talk about this dialogue but i think what is most challenging in general i would say in my like in terms of dating is that intimacy to me is so many different things. And when you're not being intimate, like in terms of intercourse, then it, it challenges you to figure out what intimacy is outside of that. And people don't want to do that. They want sex. People don't like, I mean, real talk, it's just, it is what it is. And I'm not saying I don't, but I'm saying I don't want to right now. Yeah. No, That's no, no. I, yeah, I get so, that. No. I get that. You know, I to I'm totally on like, I'm no. not having sex with nobody else but my husband. Exactly. So, and I'm with you on that. It so, is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But I just kind of feel like, but we don't talk about from a Christian or like a biblical perspective in mm -hmm. general, like, all right, so we're not, we're dealing with a whole bunch of people that aren't virgins that have made vows to re, you know, like commit themselves. And how do you have that conversation now? And I just say, just have it. Like, let's mm -hmm. talk about, let's, let's talk about that's, sex. And that's, and I think that's the part why I'm asking the question of like, who made this rule up? Because I feel like if, if a guy is interested in me mm -hmm. and I say, hey, I'm not having sex until it's my husband. Like when I know it's my husband, boom, I'm married. It's going down. All the way down. It is going all the way all down, the way. by the way. Amen. Um, Jesus wept. So, I mean, Jesus, that's what he created. Jesus, cre like God created sex. <laughs> we're that's what we don't talk about. He created it. He wanted it to be beautiful Jay for uncomfortable. Okay. No, yeah, no. Yeah, which is, His just, face was like, oh, we went there? When they said it's going down, if you all could have seen the faces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of who it's going down on. Oh my gosh. I mean, but real talk, like it's all pure joy. So the thing to me is that if a guy okay. is interested or if a girl is interested in a guy and it's, you know, they're having the discussion of sex in a relationship. And if it's somebody that you really want to pursue, if this is somebody that God, God has called you to, you know, be in connection with in some way, shape or form, I feel like you should be talking about the kind, especially if you have done it before like this isn't like you should be talking about these things because you're familiar you should know, you're not only you're familiar but like you should understand the power of sex yeah. like you should understand that and knowing and making the decision of hey i know how powerful sex is and i know how bad i want it and i know the importance that it would be for me in my relationship like why wouldn't you talk about that so that's why i'm all like who created this rule that you decide to be celibate and you can't talk about sex so like that's a, just stupid it's a it's a old school thing like you know the person that was the goody goody like you mm -hmm. don't you don't do that oh ashley been called the goody goody yeah, so. i am actually called the goody goody more than i am not and it's i just was like i wonder why people call me that because yeah. like so the person that's the goody goody you just don't expect them to you i'm know, not good like, i mean i'm not saying <laughs> that's how I'm you not, said it though. i'm not saying <laughs> like, i'm not good but what i'm saying is that i'm human oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. that's where the notion comes from like the goody goody you you cross the crosswalk you yeah you know you you don't you never stole anything you didn't put his put a piece of candy in your pocket and walk out like you you don't you don't do that and like you said sex was taboo like that's supposed to be like of the devil's nectar but mm. no like you said god created it but we've changed the narrative we've not <laughs> made it a you a thing that happens between a union mm -hmm. of two people that have wedded themselves together in the sight of god yeah mm -hmm. it's a it's an extra extracurricular activity now exactly Real that's fun. exactly what it's it a is. hobby so now mm. that we've changed the narrative of what it's meant for and what it is that's why it's like oh well you talk about that what you mean like mm -mm, that's you go to church yeah <laughs> you're right i do yeah i do I, 
I'm a human being yeah. and I know I love what this Jesus. is about. My right, loins like, get hot. What, what right. Like everybody like else's. <laughs> exactly. What, 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 Am I supposed to deny this? I mean, yeah, so. you're not talking about this? So so that for me, I think I think that is what's like, I don't know, just baffling to me that that is still going on knowing that especially where we are at our age mm-hmm. in dating and what yeah. we want and where we're trying to go. In my mind, I think like this should be not necessarily the first thing you talk about, but it's definitely important to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's critical and it's critical, especially if you decide to be celibate to bring up to say, I'm waiting on marriage. Mm-hmm. But How I, you feel about that? But I also think that since we're dealing with the flesh in that space and um, if anyone's even semi-familiar with the Bible in any context, you know, the way that the flesh is attacked and compromised is very yeah. clear and consistent in terms of a theme. And I think the other side of that is that some people just avoid the conversation because they don't want to be tempted in that kind of way, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a part of that is um, a lack of discipline. We're not taught to be oh. self-disciplined. We talk about self-awareness a lot on our podcast, um, but I think when it comes to self-discipline, because it is very hard to really talk about it and to make it practical for people, Mm -hmm. um, you can probably think of a good idea to be like, oh, this is what you got to do. But to actually take the steps that are necessary to be disciplined is like, you want me to do what? I got to breathe when I do this? Like, it's just stuff like, yeah. how do I do this? And it's, it's, it's really challenging, but it's it's a mental thing. But at the same time, it's, it's action. You do have to take steps um, in doing certain things. But I do think it's a very challenging thing because we've been very driven physically. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you say discipline, I also think of another word of patience. Yeah. So, you know, they, they kind of go, they're interchangeable for me. Okay. And mm-hmm. we live in the area of now. No one has any patience. So, no, I'm, I'm not going to be disciplined enough to figure out how to live in this space of dating someone that's celibate because Jenny over here is about to give me their hot thing. So I don't have to be disciplined. I don't have to have the patience. Right. You know, so we want it now. We can get it now. And until as a unit, people start to stand in their truth and, and, and quit conforming and say, you know what? No, I don't want to give it now. And more people do it and it becomes a thing instead of just something that's said every once in a while or it's almost like, oh, you do that? People still do that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's almost become more of like a an unhealthy kind of codependent sort of relationship. Like, I need to go ahead, get my back blew out real quick. Mm-hmm. So I can go to sleep so I can so I can feel more relieved from stress. And so you're like you're dependent now on sex to help you in these areas of your life when I mean having a codependent relationship with anything is unhealthy but to have it with sex people are now normalizing that to be like yeah you stress out I know what you need like it's like (laughs) one of those things like I get it you know what I mean so yeah I have so much to say that could be a whole nother episode of the conversation yeah because if you take it to the next step of not even dealing with a, a partner some people handle themselves because of because of that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. you know so um another episode you know guys so i really 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 hope you guys enjoyed this conversation as much as we did it's always nice to bring in a homie to talk about you know so many different things that are going on and um, we're just so grateful for your thoughts and you're no very, problem. very like thoughtful and just 
educated opinions and, and statements. Well, thank you. I mean, you had some great sentences there, sir. All right, well, thank you. I try to, you know, leave my truth on the table and, you know, what I've picked up through life and just experiences, I try to give it back to the people, so... You know, I feel like you should start that class for forty nine ninety five. Hey, forty nine ninety five. You yeah. know, I show you how to open doors, keep people <laughs> on the inside of the, you know, of the street. You know, <laughs> understanding that you know we're supposed to protect these these ribs that are walking around out here. You know what? You gotta say that again. Protecting these ribs. Yeah. You gotta protect these ribs that are out there walking around, walking around. You know, I, I think that's gonna be Wisdom Wednesdays because. We need to be protecting these ribs <laughs> that are out there walking around mm-hmm. J-Legs. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I think we're going to have to coin that one right you there. Like protect your rib. I mean, you walk around and you, you protect it every day, so why not protect your rib? That's fair. I'm with it. I'm with it. Because what, what does the rib cover? What is it? What is it in case? Your heart mm. and your lungs. Mm. What was that, Bestie? Because you, your heart, vital, vital organ, vital, vital organs. It's important. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's oh, that covering. Mm. Oh, mm. that's a whole nother. Mm. Mm. There you go. See, the talk heart, about it. the covering, the <laughs> oh, the rib covers. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you got, got I love us. Mm-hmm. I love us too. I love us so much. But speaking of. I love us because we've had a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, so in scrolling in the moments that I do scroll on Instagram, I came across this video mm-hmm. of um, of a little boy and his father, a um, black little boy and um, his father, who he was truly empowering and educating his son on things that aren't really taught in school about our culture. You may have that. seen this. Mm-hmm. So let me actually kind of play it. For everybody can hear it. A little clue. Hey, King. Yeah, man. Let's take him to school one time, you did? Yeah, man. Knowledge is power, and power is money. And with no knowledge, you had no power. And with no power, you had no money. Come on. Malcolm X said, a man who stands for nothing. Who falls for anything. Come on. Wrong is wrong. No matter who does it or says it. Come on. I got one for you. The media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and the guilty innocent. And with that, they control the minds of the masses. Come on. What's self-hate? Hating yourself for your own people. Come on, my boy. Who's the Black Panther Party? A self-defense black political party led by Huey P. Newton for all for advancements for all blacks in the 1960s. Come on. What's gentrification? Increasing economic value by destroying lower-class neighborhoods to make suitable for the higher class. Come on. How did Martin Luther King Jr. die? They they tried to assassinate him, except he survived. His doctor and the FBI smothered him with a pillow. And if anybody want to argue that his wife, Coretta Scott King, sued the government in 1998 for killing him, and she won. Come on, Obama. Who is he? The 44th president. Come on, throw it all again. The 44th president. The 44th president. Okay, one more time. Last one. You ready? We're going to see. You're going to get a hundo on it. You ready? You ready? Yeah, man. Racism is for who? For twerps, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and daddy raises you to what? Live with a purpose, man. So you can do what? 
break generational curses. Come on, boy. <laughs> my boy. My boy, my boy. Come on, nigga. When I say, when I saw this video, I don't know if it's because I'm a mom, but I teared up. I ain't gonna hold you up. Like, mm. I, I'm mushy like that, but I teared all the way up. Then it reminded me that these things that this this little boy was was talking about and was just able to kind of regurgitate um these are things that aren't taught in school then i had to think about the things that i experienced and was taught in school and there were things about just black pride and being black in our culture that was just instilled in our school system with our teachers that our kids don't have now and it's for me sometimes as a mom it's like Oh, it's Black History Month. Oh, what are they doing for Black History Month? Are mm-hmm. they having these sort of things? And if they're checking the boxes, in my mind, I'm thinking because of the black teachers that are in this school, they're doing this sort of thing that yeah. my teachers did when I was in third and fourth grade. So I think on one of the episodes, I said how impactful my third and fourth grade teachers were for me. And um, no, wake up call. They ain't like that. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a check. It, it's, yeah. You know, it's. They don't have that level of um, pride when it comes to their culture in a way where they can connect the fact that our children need to be just as woke at this age Mm -hmm. um, and be able to to articulate kind of the things that, you know, we should know as adults. So it was very like, oh, my God, this is so cute. Like I was just. Like I said, I was a mush ball. And then it made me think about my own children. And I'm like, dang, I don't have them spin bars like this. Bars. Like, <laughs> I did. I was like, I ain't got them spin bars like this. I haven't spin bars about other stuff, but not this. So then it was just like, all right, so let me keep this saved so they can <laughs> learn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the only way to break generational curses is to teach the process of how to do that and that it needs to be done. And if think about that little boy now and him in 20 years and how impactful and powerful he has the ability to be. Mm-hmm. Because all those things we learn through life experiences and just things happening and having to learn a hard way, he already gets it. And when you under, really understand what it means to be a black person in America and especially a black man, Think about what you can do and turn it into. Yeah. Like, that's what Black History Month about. Yeah. Well, one thing that we have to stop doing is relying on this month. That's real. Yeah, because, I mean, every month we black, though. I'm it ain't just we, this yeah, month we, we black. Have, yeah. We have to really <laughs> stop relying on this month. And we we have to just push the culture 365 days a year. Absolutely. You know, and I think we're evolving into that. I don't think we're all the way there, but I definitely see the intentionality behind it and how we are trying to evolve into making sure that who we are is being represented every day. Because I, not to keep going, I know we have cuts to stop soon, but I almost like I, I go back and forth every year about Black History Month. Like I almost have an issue some years. Like it seems like a menstrual show. Like mm. this I month. Get that. We gonna put y'all out here. Y'all, y'all can do what y'all want to do. We gonna have, have your way. <laughs> the, the flag here. We gonna drop up some African American clothes and have some shows. We gonna put on some, some. You know, the schools are gonna put on a play. Yeah. We gonna get the doctor with Martin mm-hmm. Luther King's speech. Who, who can memorize? Yeah, you know, memorize yeah. the MLK some, speech. Uh, we gonna get some uh, Maya Angelou mm-hmm. out here. We gonna get a uh, still that's auntie. That's auntie yeah, though. We gonna do that. We gonna do a, a skit. We're going to have Rosa. We're going to build us a cardboard bus. Yep. 
we're going to do all of that. So when March comes. March 1st. March 1st come. Like literally when March we're 1st comes. We are throwing everything away so we can celebrate St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. It's like Christmas. Yep. Like literally after New Year's hit. Oh, let's take that tree down. It's over. And it's- I wasn't that person, by the way. I was told that you should take it down like right after New Year's. Yeah, I took mine down. Yeah, mine's going down too. I just, I have an issue with it sometimes. Sometimes I get into it, like, whatever it is, what it is. But sometimes it's like, I sit back, like, why is the whole culture just now gung-ho for this month now? Like, so all of January, it didn't matter. Like, we couldn't do no reports. We couldn't talk Mm. about anything, like. Yeah. And that's what I can appreciate about your podcast, because you you keep it relevant. Yeah. You make sure that it's out there and that it's not forgotten about um, and that even certain things that are happening in the city and happening with our culture, if it doesn't have a platform, you Mm -hmm. definitely utilize your podcast to put it out there. So I respect that. No, I definitely I'm I'm rocking with that because it's just we got it. We're black all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, we experience being black every single day. But I also love a reason to celebrate our culture too. So, no, yeah. But no, I understand what you're yeah. saying. It almost becomes commercialized mm-hmm. at that point, and then it's like Valentine's Day. Yeah. So it lose the <laughs> it lose what it holds. It lose the value of what it really means and mm-hmm. why it was there and why it was even created to begin with mm-hmm. because we weren't learning anything about our own culture and history. Right. So we had to fight for an opportunity yeah. to do it, you know, day in and day out. And now I think we have the platform to not even we can expand past mm-hmm. the month of February. So what he is saying, y'all, y'all, black his, every month is Black History Month. Amen. Yes. I'm with it. You blackity black all oh. the time. Did somebody make a song like black, 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 black? Somebody, somebody made a song like that. Somebody did. I, I, I like recall that. hearing black, black, black. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. You know, I don't quite recall, but I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, it's fine. Okay. Somebody did. Yeah. yeah. Go- Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. You know, I Google so since you guys have rocked with us, you know, for um, this awesome conversation, Jay, you want to tell them how to reach you? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> He's not used to me ask that question. No, I'm not. <laughs> He's um, like, oh, it's my time. Uh, you can follow. Please follow the show, uh, the Culture Cure Podcast show on all platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music. We're everywhere. Um, you can follow me. I, I can use some more followers at JLiggs, J-A-Y-L-I-G-G-S on everything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, follow me, buy the merch, listen to it, support, support these black, beautiful women and uh, let's keep the pushing the narrative. You know, we just want to honor and thank you oh, because you are it. our first guest. Oh, oh my goodness. You are special. <laughs> yeah. You are special. I appreciate it. It's been a blast. It has I'm been. Not, I know. Like, I'm really I've not touched. been on this side of the, of the mic. It's been, yeah. a, it's been interesting. Yeah. We're we going to have to unpack your yeah. experience. Yeah. We yeah. will. Yeah. yeah. Well, you? yeah, we'll be back also um, February 6th, so. Okay. Yeah. Check them we out, guys. We're gonna be listening. Yeah. We're gonna be listening. I don't know what we're talking about, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, we gonna we gonna be in there. Yeah. Yeah. 
For sure. Yeah, so, Bessie, how can they get, un- get in contact with you? You know, you can follow my uneventful Instagram at iExude. more eventful than she puts on. But keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I feel like my Instagram is so uneventful. But um, you can follow me at ex- iExude underscore me, I-E-X-U-D-E underscore M-E. And if you're looking for us, please follow us at That Girl Podcast, all one word on Instagram. We're not quite where the Culture Cure show is. Yeah, they'll be there. Um, <laughs> we have Instagram. And we got a couple places to find us at, you know, so you know where to find us. Make sure you keep in tune. Um, and, you know, you talk back to us, guys. Like, come on. Yeah, I, a lot of people have been hitting us up. Personally. Personally or like in the DMs. And I yeah. think it's good for other people to see that there's conversation happening. I will say that's about the hardest that. thing to get. Is people <laughs> I'm to sure. Respond. You're like, can you put that out there, though? Yeah, that, that is the <laughs> hardest thing ever to get someone to like comment on, post. and. Mm-hmm. And reshare and relike, and it's they'll tell you directly. Oh my god, the show was amazing! Exactly, <laughs> right. they will put it in the post. You know right. And we're like, Can you share that? <laughs> I started screenshotting text messages and, and tearing them into stories. I'm, like, thank you. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie, like one time I went through my whole phone book, like, Look, I need you to go listen to this. <laughs> you didn't gotta listen to it, just put I like it, and then keep going. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. absolutely. And Bestie, where can they find you at, ma'am? All right, so you can find me on my personal page. It is um, it is blocked. However, if you are approved, you will be um, able to be exposed to my Wisdom Wednesdays. Um, yes, it's you know there is a process to to be a part of my world. Um, no, I really don't post much. Like it is pretty uneventful outside of my Wisdom Wednesdays. I'm very committed to them. Um, but you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. I am trying to keep this going, but you guys are chuckling away. Um, Facebook, Instagram um, at Erica.Monet, which is E-R-I-K-A dot M-O-N-A-E. Uh, for my business, uh, Networking on Purpose, if you guys want to attend. Um, Jay, you mentioned something earlier about us networking in our community. Mm-hmm. So um, my events are held downtown Detroit. It's uh, Granite City. Um, which is located in the Rensen, 6 p.m., third Thursdays of every month. So if you follow my uh, my company, which is um, on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, um, which is at Erica Monet Group. Um, so that's E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-E-G-R-O-U-P. Awesome. You know, and I just want to simply quickly shout out, you know, you support other entrepreneurs, you know, you had the videographer, you had the photographer. So there are spaces where, you know, we can all support each other. And um, if you want to know what's going on, or if you are one of those things, and you fit that build, and you would like to be a part. I'm always looking for a new photographer, because, yeah, I'm thinking about allowing photographers to uh, showcase their work by, you know, coming, taking pictures or whatnot. So, Yeah. yeah. All right, so thank you guys, and it's been another episode of That Girl Podcast. Peace. Peace.